Good evening. It's 10 10 p.m. on the West Coast in California. We're going to listen to a nephew of mine, his anchor podcast is called The Do Better Podcast with Tiger 180. Let's listen to his bonus motivational boost from November 15th and then we'll take it from there. Enjoy Mr. Tiger 180, The Do Better Podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other streaming platforms. Thank you for listening, and check him out. The Do Better Podcast with Mr. Tiger 180.
He's the real deal. There are people that really, really listen in on him. They're listening close. They're really interested in what he does. I'm praying he stays blessed and remains a blessing to other people. Alrighty, the next one, Consistency and Efficiency, Part 1, from November 20th. Let's listen to it. Because your mind is the most dangerous thing in the world. 
So, when you start with your mind, don't start with the goal. Start with your mind, working on getting you together. Like maybe wake up, make your bed, do the little things before you go try to conquer the world. Do the little things in your life. And once you do the little things in your life, you stay consistent at that. Then you move on. So it's, it's, it's a process that you work in. It's not necessarily the goal that you're after. It's the process. The goal is going to happen because you said it. You spoke it out your mouth. It's in your heart. And you made your mind up. A made-up mind is the most dangerous thing in the world. Nice. Once you make your mind up, it's going to happen. Now it's just how you're going to get there. How you're going to get the process to work. So that's what I believe. You know, I can back it up with facts. Well, when you say um, dangerous, what do you mean uh, for somebody who's at home, they're listening, uh, they don't know which way to go, how to go, they hear you saying be consistent, but you speak the word dangerous. Can you give them more insight on that? Uh, okay. Because you can go left or you can go right. It's just that simple. If you make your mind up and say, I want to be a millionaire, you're going to be a millionaire. Your mind is made up. People that make their mind up and say, I want a gangbang. I want to be a killer. That's what they're going to be. Gangbang and They're going to be gangbanging and killing. So it's what you what you put in your mind and what you want it to be. That's what it's going to be. You're in control. It's your body. It's your life. It's your mind. So if you, that's why it's dangerous. You know? And if you don't have no, no spirit there, to guide you and lead you of uh, whatever your faith is, whatever your most high is, then, you know, you're not a person of principle, then you're going to be like a ship in the center of the ocean with no anchor. Whatever whatever way the waves go, that's the way you're going to go. Hmm. I hear that. What, what you think about that, Tom?
make up in your mind, establish a rule, a law, uh, a sense of logic, because we're going to deal with the mind first. And, and the definition of consistency is said logic. So that's that, that's that mind word. That's what's going to trigger the mind, the logic, intellect, logic. So we're going to go with the logic. That's the mind. So when we're breaking down consistency when it comes to the mind, you got to make your mind to do the simple things like TJ said, making your bed, uh, brushing your teeth, taking your shower. These simple little things that... To just to spark the or or let me can I check real quick to say see we've been programmed that our only report card is at school mm-hmm. what about if you gave yourself your report card mm-hmm. in every aspect of your life right and you wake up and you say another day another a mm-hmm. because excellence should be over your life that I want excellence. And the problem that we're not trying to reach excellence is a problem. We're only trying to reach excellence when somebody tells us what excellence is. But excellence is what you got in your life. What God has for you. That's the bar. You don't need nobody to tell you the bar. Your bar should be excellence every day. And you should be frustrated and irritated when you're not reaching excellence. Not making excuses. Not trying to take a shortcut. You should say, man, hey, look, I want an A today. And if I got a B plus, that is not acceptable. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So that's my, it's simple. You know, you look at your report card, these parents post report cards and different things like that. Oh, my kid got all A's. Yeah, but that don't mean nothing. Don't mean nothing when you say because I can pick it apart and say, hey, your kid go to a, a public school where the curriculum is really low. Then is he accountable? Is he reliable? Is he responsible? Here's the report card. It's not it's not math, it's not social studies, it's not English. That's foolish. The, 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 not that you don't supposed to get A's in there because you are because you're supposed to get it it is great but the world is waiting on you and you have to be looking at these these uh, areas in your life and say am I getting the A here so, so I look at it when we're dealing with consistency there's some things that has to be has to take place in our lives First, I like what everybody was saying, but we have to start developing our own principles and ethics and morals of life, not based on, well, the world shows you different things. It shows you what to do and what not to do. And I've learned that you can learn something from any anyone, regardless if they're doing right or wrong. But when you have consistency, there's something that has to be preconceived, premeditated prior to that day that's, how you doing, brother? Prior to that day that you're waking up. You got to know that when you lay down, as you said, TJ, I didn't get an A today. I got a B today. So as I as I prepare myself for the next day, I have to look at what I didn't accomplish and the reason why I didn't accomplish it. Did something get in my way for me not to accomplish Absolutely. it? Did the cares of this life uh, 
Uh, did that get in my way today for me to remain consistent or be consistent uh, as far as the things that I'm trying to do? If you don't be honest with yourself, you'll never be consistent. You have to recognize your own flaws. It doesn't take another man to show you what you need to do for yourself. Absolutely. That's what a man for himself supposed to do Absolutely. if he's honest with himself. Yeah. So consistency to me is just having an understanding of what I need to do day in, day out, and the application of applying it to my everyday life. That's and the conformity part. That's the, thank you. That's the conformity part. Mm -hmm. If I can't be honest with myself about who I am or what I'm trying to do when I leave my house, You'll never be consistent. Absolutely. You'll be inconsistent. Okay. And what you, what the, uh, we should say, I'm a little older than you guys. You say you'd be faking the funk. Right. You're not doing, you, you say you're this, but you're really not. A John Turkey. And there you go. Thank you, sir. Right. You went way back. That's right. a seven right, right there. Right. A John Turkey. I hear that. So, <laughs> even now, at the age that I am, I, I heard you when we first started this, you said something. Oh, man, I hate it. When I when I came, you know, when I'm when I'm inconsistent about, uh, I think you were looking for something on your phone or something yeah, happened, yeah, yeah. and I felt you on that because yeah. I'm the same way. And I think my statement was, I said, "Wow, man, I thought I was the only one like that." Yeah. It's not that I'm trying to be a perfectionist, but I want to be consistent. And when I'm not consistent, and what I'm supposed to be doing, it has a way of getting in my way to do the things that I need to do on today. Absolutely. So, I agree. I agree with that. We have to, we have to be honest with ourselves. You have to give your own self. Uh, are you going to uh, use pen ingenuity to give yourself an A when you really deserve a C? Or you get an L. There you go. There's some places in my life that I'm getting an L. Mm -hmm. I'm getting an L. Right. That's a fact. Right. I'm getting a fat red F and you could almost say an F minus. Right. In right. some places in my life, I'm getting an F. Exactly. But that's why... And I'm going to go a little deeper how the conversation started. Is this conversation started off of uh, Pat asked me, Tone asked me, uh, Tone the Barber. He asked me, uh, well, no, Pastor, like you said, uh, uh, I was looking at my phone, looking for a phone number for, for Tone, and it was in the phone that I had in my hand yesterday. So I wasted time till I got here this morning when I could have been a day ahead. And then Tone, then it was, then Tone said something and I responded with, no, I'm just working on trying to be consistent and efficient. It's two words that I'm focused on. And that's consistency and efficiency and how I'm trying to run my life. So that's where this all, that's where those words came from. And, but consistency, I agree with you, but you can be getting the F. But that don't mean that it has to stay that way. And that if people may look at you and be like, man, you know what? You're just a bad dude. Right. You know? But in my life, I'm working on being consistent to be a great dude. They just don't see it. And I don't owe you no explanation. Then people sit and be like, oh, man, y'all see TJ? He great. You see Pastor Steve, man? You got to go to his church. This dude is really lighting it up. But before that, they was telling you how bad you was. But now, you know, you was working out. Right. And then when it 
come out to the world, they like, oh man, you the greatest thing since sliced bread or popcorn at the movies. <laughs> you know? Right. But now we got to get to where they really don't matter. You know, and I like, you know, I'll say this. My mom used to always tell me this. She used to say, the show beat the tail. So she used to always tell me that, the show beat the tail. So just show them. You ain't got to talk about it. You know, just show them. And, uh, that's me. That's what I, I believe. I agree with Pastor. And, um, you know, um, to the world, you know, if you get an F today, wake up to get a, 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 a D tomorrow. You know, work your process. So basically, you tell them CJ to elevate. Absolutely. Absolutely. So for somebody who's at rock bottom, um, and they hear everything we're saying, they're taking it in, they're excited about it, and they're ready to move forward, what would be the first step to be efficient, consistent, or from taking that F minus to an F, and that F to a D, and that D up to scale, till you achieve where you want to be at and stay consistent at it, what would be the first step you would recommend to, the, to, to all the listeners right now? Do the little things. Start with sometimes being able to, being able to, you know, patch some, mend some, mend some things in your life. Maybe it's something with your your mom or your dad or your siblings, uh, your kids. Uh, start with the little thing, making your bed, like I said earlier. Uh, do the little things, and if you can do the little things, you know. But if you try to go do the big things and you can't really do the little things. You know, it's not going to work out. It's like oxymoron type stuff. You know, it's not going, you're trying to, you know, you're trying to, you're trying to go build up the Empire State Building and you ain't built the house yet. You know, so get serious in every aspect of your life to where, you know, and, and pastor said something that was key and it was honesty. You know, be honest. You know, just because you're the person with the pen don't mean you give yourself an A. I agree with that. Now, that's something, speaking of that, you remind me of something uh, Pastor Steve said. Now, so so first, let me ask this. Uh, Brother Steve, you a pastor? Yes, I am. What, what, what church do you minister at? Abundance of God Christian Church, 1013 Walnut, Canton, Ohio. All right. How long have you been in ministry? Over 23 years. Wonderful. Praise God. So, so your perception of... What TJ said, that first step. What do you recommend to be the first step? I mean, for somebody who don't know God, mm -hmm. ain't close to knowing, but don't know him, mm -hmm. skeptical about everything. Yeah. They hit rock bottom. They somewhere sitting right now, really strange, yeah. and ain't got nothing but literally change. Yeah. What would be that first step of getting up off their face? I'm glad that you asked that question because the first thing. Is that you need to take a self-assessment. Mm -hmm. And that's where honesty comes in once again. Okay. You need to make a self-assessment. You need to take inventory to find what's, what's in your life that is able to get you to where you're trying to go. If anything that's in your life does not conducive to where you're trying to go, you have to separate and get rid of it. And you take the very thing that you have and you start building with that. And when you find that you 
be, be, you'll be surprised at what you really have in your, if I can use the analogy. Yeah. You'll be very surprised what you have in your toolbox. How many people have, I don't know if they still have toolboxes around. Yeah, 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 they do. But you're like, wow, I done bought four flat tip screwdrivers mm -hmm. and to come to find out that I already had five already. I didn't take the assessment. I didn't go look and see what I already had. So, so let me ask a question. Yes, sir. So you're saying that I'm asking. This is yes, a sir. question. So, so what if someone said, "Man, my brother is bad news. My sister is bad news, and it's my sister." So I'm supposed to help my sister. What would you say to that person? I'm saying when we talk about consistency, you take an inventory and, and exit and, and cutting things out that's not good for you. Well, you know, if, if it's a family member and you feel like you're, you're helping them, well, I think we, what we established in there too was that when we find a person that's in an area in their life that they they don't want to be there any longer. Absolutely. So therefore, if I'm not if I'm not together, if I don't take the self assessment for myself to get myself together, everybody else, and this is this is this is not uh, this is not to indict anyone. Absolutely. I have to worry about me first. And if anyone is not conducive in my life. Maybe I used to, no I didn't, I used to write work because seven, you have to serve seven. some things. Absolutely. But therefore, if you're talking about a family, I got to get myself together first. So where I was going with that, off of that, mm -hmm. is we was going spiritual with the pastor. Mm -hmm. What did God tell Abraham? To get away from his kindred, to get away from his foes, to separate themselves. So people out there that's wondering mm -hmm. and that's asking questions, what did God tell God told Abraham to do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To get himself together. Mm -hmm. Is that fair? Okay, that's fair. And it's by you going there, you're talking about Sodom and Gomorrah. That's a good, good, good analogy, good part. When you're dealing with people that are not conducive for your life, you should get away from them. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was about. Yes. There was no righteous there. There was nobody that was that was that was uh that was trying to do what God has shown Abraham to do. Now we go natural. If you want, if you're dealing with people mm -hmm. that are not good in your life, you should get away from them. So that's good and competent. Now we're going into good and competent. Mm -hmm. Okay, I hear you. Right. So, yeah, we're in the parlor shop. You're not there, son. Yeah. That's fine, man. That's just a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? Definitely. Um, go ahead with what you said, TJ. You you about to hit on something? No, I was just going. Cause we're going deep. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't necessarily know what was going on. Initially, Tiger asked me to do this, and I said, "Man, the the the, the natural says no, right? The right. spirit says yes because he asked me, so it's on his heart." Well, now who, who are we dealing with? Are we dealing with the natural man or spiritual man? Let's set that. Both. Okay. Both. It's always natural than spiritual. Definitely. Right. Because naturally. You have to eat. Naturally, you have to feed this body. Uh, Spiritual is something totally different. Yeah. If I don't get the natural man to the point to recognize the spiritual man, you'll you'll never you you won't be in, you won't be consistent in your life. Yes. You have to. Oh, thank you, my brother. That's wonderful. You have to understand 
Say it again. If I want better, I'm going to do better. Which is the segue name of the show. The name of the show is the Do Better Show, and that's what it's about. That's confirmation right there. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, Pastor. So, when I get to that point that I want to do better, there's no no shame in who I am. Uh, I I was addicted to drugs. Wow, a long time ago, I've been to prison and things like that. And Tone know all this. We, we, we've been riding together for how long, Tone? About six years? It's been a while. It's been a while. So we've had a lot of conversation. When I decided, not no one else, not my mother, my father, my sister, my brother, when I decided that I want better, I start to do better. Exactly. And once I start to do better, I start gravitating to the things that was going to keep me consistent. I'm doing better to elevate myself or to reinvent myself. Consistency, when you're consistent, it will give you the tool and the know-how to reinvent yourself to be better. Right. So, do I hang out with old friends? No, I don't. Do I disrespect them? No, I don't. Right. If they need a ride, I give a ride. If they need some money that I can spirit to give them, I'm going to help them. That's because that's not Steve. That's the spiritual man. Right. That's looking out for the needs of other people who don't have the intellect or the thought process that I have. Because that's the uh, right there is the is the whole game of life. Mm-hmm. Taking care of people, mm-hmm. taking care of people. That's the whole. If you think if you start this thing, all you worry about is you. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You know when you when you made the when you made the transition to change and made your mind up. Your transition wasn't just a coincidence that you wanted to be a pastor, and, and you just said what you just said about if they need something, you're there. It's to take care of people, because that's what God wants from all of us. Right? If you're waking up every day and you're worried about yourself, then, then that's the problem. When you get when your eyes are too close, you can't see. Right. Things get blurred. Right, right, right. So when that's a when your eyes, I'm gonna say that again. When your eyes get too close, right, things get blurred. Uh, so when your eyes get too close, right, well so I can't see. <laughs> so when them eyes start lining up and they get too close, so all you hear from a person is I, 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 I. Right, right, right. So would it be correct to say uh, our responsibility as mighty men of valor, our responsibility? As living in the spiritual man, operating in ordered steps and, and not catering to the flesh. Is it right to say that our responsibility is to be selfless instead of selfish? That's a good question. I've well said and I couldn't have said it no better. Thank you. Thank you. What do y'all think about it though? I mean, is it is it our responsibility? Be selfless or selfish should be selfless instead of selfish. Well, it depends on the issue. It depends on, you know, what's so, what's so amazing about us as people? We have choice. We can choose to be selfless or, you say selfish or selfless, selfless or, or selfless. selfish. That's a choice. Yeah. Of what you want to be based on the situation. In order, to, in order for me to be selfless, uh-huh. I mean, have to deny myself. Right. Okay, I'm going. Now, if I'm going to be selfish, mm-hmm. then that's not helping anybody out. Right. Because all I'm thinking about is you said the I, the I, the I, the I. So, I believe there's a time for I think there's a time for you.
selfless. Right. That you can't help your, your fellow man. Mankind or what have But if we get back to the word consistency, let me show you something. If we get back to the word consistency, oh, watch yourself, It will show us how to handle these areas in our lives. Yes. About being selfish or selfless. If we stay, if we if we're consistent with the things that we're supposed to do in our lives, and it will help us to understand the issues of life when we should be selfish. Right. And versus selfless. So can you break that down though, Pastor Steve? Like, okay, for somebody who really don't understand the way we understand, uh, when is a good time, give me an example, when is a good time to be selfish? And when is a good time to be selfless? And how can they benefit from each action? If I'm hanging out, if I'm going to be selfish, I look at it as trying to trying to give it as elevated as possible. Uh -huh. There's a time to be selfish because if I'm with some folks that are not doing the right thing, right. then I need to be selfish right. to pull myself out of it. Okay. Well, everybody wakes up every day and has uh, self-preservation. Mm -hmm. Self-preservation takes over everything. Oh, that's the first law. First law of nature is self-preservation to save oneself. That's 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 it. You know, you're on the airplane. Okay. And but, the airplane going down, they tell you what they tell you. Do they tell you put it on your, your the, the person next to you? <laughs> save yourself. Save yourself first. Save yourself. Exactly. That's what I see. Sigmund Freud. Good. So, you know, when I first got sober, they, uh, you know, it's a, a selfless program, but we had to take this class back to basics. And that's like the first 100 people that use the 12 steps that stay sober. But as you go through meetings and stuff, you know, everybody, you know, they get sober, they get their version and stuff, and they start talking about it, and they tell you, like, this is, self this is a selfish program. Yeah. Right, but that's what they say. But that, when we took the class, a dude like this could never be selfish. That can't coincide with being honest and unselfish. So it's a selfless program, and that's what y'all talking about. But everybody's survival be like first, and they tell you put your recovery first, man, or your right. kids and family, because without that, you ain't going to have nothing. So I, I, I had to go discern that one day, and I was like, if it don't add up, selfish and unselfishness, and this is how I started thinking, right? So we do talk, right? We talk, we put the waves out there. Like you said, synergy, bro, that's powerful, right? So I was like, damn, so I'm really being unselfish to myself first. I ain't even being selfish to nobody else. I'm being unselfish to Mark first, period. Yeah. Just just taking the selfish word out of my vocabulary because when I speak, it's heavy. So I was like, damn, well, I'm really that's just heavy. being unselfish to myself first. That's because heavy. then I'm going to know how to be unselfish yeah, to everybody around. There you go. There you you know, go. That's that's how, I was just going to say that. That's so, that. I mean, that's, that's just that. how I talk. That's Even that. though it, it really hits your brain, some people the same way, selfish. I'm being selfish, man. I'm, I'm staying away from cats I love if they out here like yes. that. You know what I'm saying? You threw, you, threw a, you threw a big word out there just now, man. I mean, uh, Mark did, man. He threw a, a super big word. Yeah, myself and myself. Hey, first, so, bro. Real quick, uh, 
we got we got a new a new gentleman, new brother of Valor to walk in. Uh, introduce yourself to the world right now. You're being listened to all over the world. What's up, Mark? It's my boy Mark right here. Uh, tell the world who you are real quick so they know who who that uh the, the wise wise words of wisdom just came from. Yeah. Uh man, I'm Mark Walker, man. Just just a man of recovery, man. A lot of experience on yeah. both sides, man. Yeah. You know, uh, been through it. Is there anywhere they can catch you online? 
they can. They, uh, that's www.abundanceofgodchristianchurch.org, I believe. But you can find us on the uh, on the Facebook page. You just look it up, put it in there, and you'll find our website. We've got a beautiful website. We have uh, young people that are, are doing great things within the, the ministry as well, too. And uh, we do have an outreach ministry as well, too. We feed the, uh, the community every third Saturday of the month, which is uh, this Saturday. So please come out and feel free to join us. So, hey, I thank y'all for this time, man. I thank, I thank you for allowing me to share some words and what have And uh, y'all be blessed. And I always say blessings to all of y'all. Amen. Right. God bless you. All for right. sure. Right. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, man. All right. God bless. Definitely. You too. Yes, sir. All right, man. All right, CJ. Um, but we was on synergy. And you hear, especially around the world, you hear, oh, man, this negative energy, this negative energy, right? right? But we never talk about synergy, you know, and what is synergy? You know, we always look for a double up, and synergy is really God, because you don't know the answer. It can go forever. You don't know. Two plus two, you know, pack, I want to I wanna, I wanna put pack in this. If you got a second pack, I know you cut it. But you can get a definition of synergy. But I'm gonna give a simple analogy: is when when the sum, when two plus two is greater than the sum, which would be four. You know, two plus two would be the double up. Greater than the sum. Definition of synergy: the interaction or cooperation of two or more organizations, substances, or the agents to produce a combined effect greater than the sum of their separate effects. I'm going to read that one more time. I was going to Definition of synergy. The interaction or cooperation of two or more organizations, substances, or other agents to produce a combined effect greater than the sum of their separate effects. So, that's where we at, Tiger, is when we're talking about these words, these are very important words, in our life that that we have to own in and focus on so that you know you don't get caught up in chasing a double up and really missing what God got for you. Right. God got something for you right. and you're looking for a double up, that's you. And when you say in a double up TJ, what for somebody who don't know our terminology, don't speak uh -huh. the way we speak. But they can get the same understanding. What understanding could you give them about what do you mean by saying the double up? Oh, it's simple. Like I said, you're looking for four. Uh -huh. But what if four is a hundred? What if two plus two? All you need is a duality. You just need one plus one. You need another substance. Right. All you need is another. Then you can get maybe one plus one can get you to a hundred. Right. It's just you looking for two. Okay. So your hand is really closed. You're not really letting God really do his job. You're doing it. That's the control we do. Instead of saying, you know, God says, if you follow his word, and I'm not going to go into scriptures and all of that. But you can, though. Um, it's to do better show. Anything about doing better, TJ, anything yes. on your spirit, let it But I, I'm going to try to simplify this thing. Just really simplify to where he says, if you follow his word, 
and a living a life according to the word, that he will bless you beyond measure, beyond what you can think and imagine. So that's what's really heavy when you talk about the word synergy. He said he will bless you beyond measure what you can think and imagine. So whatever you can think you can get, he said it'll go further than that. So that's kind of like uh, if you ever read the passage about Jabez, he says this prayer to the Lord and he asked him uh, to expand my territory. You ever heard that? No. He asked to, uh, for the Lord to, uh, to, 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 to say, yeah, Jabez, he said, expand my territory. That's kind of what that reminds me of when you, uh, when you say that. Uh, to expand your territory for the listeners who don't know, is uh, in every which way, mind, body, and soul. Yes. Expand my reasoning. Expand yes. my understanding. Yes. Expand my emotional capacity. Yes. From the numbness of the struggle. Yes. You know what I mean? And yes. Expand me in every way. Yes. You know what I mean? That's going to help me do better. Yes. And the people that I come across with do better as well. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So, so, so. When we're speaking of consistency, to get to the level of success that we want, what does it take, gentlemen? Consistency. consistency. Efficiency. Efficiency. It takes these things. Yeah. It takes these things. Yeah. And, and what I'm really trying to get at is the reason why I keep asking all of us this same question is because I want the listeners to know, for that guy who's sitting there, like I've been before, okay. and say, I want to be consistent. I want to get better. I want to do better. I want to take my life to another level. But where do I start? I'm standing in the middle of this basement. Ain't nothing to nobody around me. I don't got nothing in my pocket. Let me, it, where do it, I step? Easy me this thing. Go ahead, Tom. Wax on, wax off. He failing to realize. He's asking the question, how do I be consistent? But he's failing to realize he's being consistent, being inconsistent. Say it again, Tom. Change your mindset. You're realizing you're already being inconsistent. You're already being consistent by being inconsistent. Realize that. Right. With the same brain, but you can, through 
self-directed actions, you know what I'm saying? Acts are wearing the thinking different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So by, just merely, by merely cleaning the baseboards of your house on up, just if you never follow rules, man, it's from experience, bro. Follow rules. Never follow rules. I didn't know how to follow rules, right? Just just by me waking up and, and cleaning up something that really ain't need clean, but somebody told me I need to do that to stay here. This this will help me. This will help me be happy though. You feel me, TJ? Yeah. Now, I come from the show me, show me. Nah, man, you tripping? You gotta show me. Nah, bro, like you will do it. See what I mean later. Yeah. What you mean, making my bed up every morning or, or cleaning or sweeping this floor yeah. is going to shape me into a different person, mentally, though, emotionally. Yeah. And it was very true, though. Yeah. But I was the one asking why this and why that. Yeah. She said, just do what I asked you to do, bro. If you don't know now, you'll find out later. Yeah. And I swear to God, bro, I found out. You know what I'm saying? Seriously.
praise God. So, when you look at these things, man, uh, and you, uh, you got to be honest, right? That's what Pastor was talking about earlier in the show. He was talking about that honesty word. Then you got the four D's, right? And the four D's is discipline, determination, uh, decision-making ability, and dedication. You know, it's those simple words that you have to lock in on. And then that's where the consistency and efficiency is at. Are you doing this? Then you got the then you got the you got the six P's. It's usually five, but the six P's proper proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. You know, so uh, you know those are the those are the things. And then he would give me this analogy, right? And it was about church people sometimes. And he would say, they, not that it was so much about church people, but people in general. But you hear people talk about God, and then they misconstrue the testimony of the lesson. They mess it up. What's the difference? There's a big difference between the testimony and the lesson. And it's simple, really. And it's about... Testimony is that you follow God's word, and then how did it come out? That's what we talk about with sinners. How did it, how did it work out for you for following His word? The lesson is you did it yourself, and you came back, and then you got a good result. You want to give God credit for that? That wasn't God. You got a six hundred dollar car note, and you come to, and you raise your hand and say Hallelujah, thank you, Lord, for this great car. Well, that wasn't in your budget. So did God bless you or was that you? Yeah, let me uh, throw another one in there. Yeah, yeah. I'll pick it back off what Pat said. It's something you just said. You used the word. What was it? It's going down to, before you said the six Ps, one of them was decision-making ability, dedication, determination. Uh, yeah, that's that whole rundown. Yeah, uh, one of them is discipline, isn't it? Discipline. Okay, so check this. Okay. Match discipline with the fact that, for the fact that he said you're already consistent at something. Even if you don't like your, you don't like your uh, current condition and you want to do better, what you're really saying is I hate what I'm consistent at because I'm stuck in this same rabbit trail. I'm addicted, whether it's addiction or whatever it is, to this cycle, and I want to do better. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, because Tone sparked me by saying technically you're already consistent. Right. Yeah. Just inconsistent with your consistency. Or you're, you're really faithful. <laughs> yeah. right, That's right, what I'm right, saying. Right. We'll check this out. So now it's like, what's your standard? Y'all said that when Pastor Steve was here, right? Yeah. Now you're talking about developing a, you want to change, you're really talking about developing a whole other set of standards. Hold yourself more accountable, something that you're not used to being consistent to, right? Yeah. And committing to it. So what discipline do you need to apply to your life? If we faithful at something, you could be like, man, this cat smoked faithful. Every single time I, I, I see this cat, he drunk. He's been drunk for the last 10 years. You see what I'm saying? It's in his routine. It's what he do. I get up in the morning, I do this, I do that, and I go get me a tall can from the corner store. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But then I complain about, complain about the results. You don't really want to change. If so, you would at least take one chance at one crack at 
I'm gonna brush my teeth in the morning. Something that you might not do. You see what I'm saying? Like losing weight or anything like that. Well, on Mondays, I ain't gonna drink fruit. And one little baby step. Something that's real. Because then you said something else. Yeah. You said something like that. Something that's practical and real. Can you commit to that? Like, I remember this one uh, pastor I was going to see on Bible studies and stuff. He was like, if you want a better prayer life, you know, for those who are working on their spiritual side of life, challenge yourself to commit to one minute of prayer a day. Like working out, and then go to two, and then go to three. You see what I'm saying? And I was thinking, for some reason, I was thinking, remember Chris Jackson? He eventually was my mood out doing right. But they were clowning because he had Tourette's syndrome. But what he was very consistent at is challenging himself and not giving up until the shoe is tied perfect. So, like, repping it out, repping it out, repping it out. OC, right. OC. Oh, yeah. OC. But then I, I thought about this. Like I said, y'all got my wheels spinning over here. Repetition is an old coaching thing. This is Coach Turk. Yeah. Repetition is the mother of skill. Say it again. Repetition is the mother of shit. Mother, mother of skill. That's getting them shots up in the gym. Well, ain't nobody looking. CJ and Eric McCullum yeah. shot them out. Yeah. Getting them shots out because you headed somewhere. Or you learned that this is a discipline that somebody I look up to that's in my same field yeah. had to do. I either need to do that or something else. What's the name? Mahmoud Abdul Raouf would put his jump shots up the same way. Elbow tucked or whatever the case was, and he could tell when it's off. We all been there, those of us with an athletic background. Yeah. So I'm saying this, all of those, I'm thinking of the word discipline. Because you can be consistent at some bad stuff and it take you to a worse place than what you had. So consistency is the word for the day. But if you want to do better, you need to develop a new set of principles, a new set of disciplines that you want to be, and then be consistent at them. I don't care if it's starting small. You know, the trainer part of me and all that, working out yesterday. We talked about that today. Yeah. Last one in the shop last night, first one. Right I was on one because I hit a workout last yeah. night. Like, other areas of life, what do you used to do? Right. You used to put that extra work in versus the people, just like the people you look up to that made it to that level, or you add a little extra. You see what I'm saying? Right. And before you know it, you look up, and the reward is you didn't develop this lifestyle. It ain't about getting to the goal. Well, you got to develop this lifestyle. I'm saying I'll stop I'm right saying, there. No, no, but no. it get me on fire because Bro. it is. Now you got you, 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 well, What does the millionaires do? I want to bring. I want to bring the world to live. Uh, I want to bring it into the shop, right? Okay. So, because now we here, and if we here, I mean my bad, Tiger, but we here. Hey, right. I am. We, we out here. We out here. So if we all here. I'm gonna say this, man. More to hear. And I, I might, I might, I might touch some nerves when I say this. Yes, sir. Good. And I'm gonna always say this before I say it. Please, please charge it to my head, not my heart. Okay? If I offend anyone, but we, we as people, we have to stop listening to others, right, and letting others control our way of thinking. Right. right? And I'll give a great example. In the world, we just had this election, and everybody said, vote for Biden. So we're going to look political, A.B. Mm -hmm. And then, with no explanation, we had this conversation in the barbershop last night.